Welcome to Nerdables episode 446. This week, this week we discuss Lord of the Rings, Power of the Rings. We talk a little She-Hawk. And we discuss the first three episodes of Star Wars and or on Disney+. Plus. We're going to call this one Nerdables episode 446. The one that Andor got away with. Welcome to Nerdables. I'm Ari. Joining me are Chris and Mikey. That is loud. Or Mike. Sorry. Call Mikey. Mikey. Yeah, I don't know why. You started sending that in text. I'm like, okay. What, Mike? Yeah, I'm like. Oh. It's because Beth calls you Mike now because of Ellie. I don't understand that, but. Because she seemed really upset when we called you Mikey. Oh, yes, yeah, she was. Really? Yes. Yeah. Early on. She gave me some stares when I called you Mikey, and I'm like, I've been calling him Mikey for 20 years, so uh-huh. you, that ain't going to change. But she used... You are in my phone as Mikey D. Jezik. That's it. <laughs> but Ellie calls you Michael most of the time. It's because he's always Yeah, but he, she calls me Mikey, though, too, so... Does she? I don't know if I've ever heard, heard her call you Mikey. She doesn't call me Mike. Because if she does, that's when she's mad at me. Ah. <laughs> so. See, that's the, that's the Michael thing. See, that's yeah. the weird thing is Bel- uh, Bethy calls me Christopher. Right. One time I ever got Christopher before that was when I was in trouble. Yeah. So when she calls me Christopher, I'm like, I'm in trouble again. And she's like, no, she's just saying hi to me. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm I get it. She <laughs> mostly calls me Richie now. Because that's what I was when I first met her. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that too. She doesn't call you Rich. She calls you, she calls you Rich when Julia, she's like, Rich. <laughs> yeah. Um. I know she refers to you as Richie when she's talking about you and you're not there. Like, if I, yes. she's right. talking to me. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, Richie got a new book yesterday or whatever. And yeah. Like, oh, that's who Richie is. Like, Richie Sambora? <laughs> who the hell is she talking about? Because I've never called you Richie. No. I only called you just no. Rich. I, I dropped the the EY or IE. Because it, it was too girly. It was too... Yeah. So that was My second girlfriend was Jennifer or Jen. She was never Jenny. She yeah. hated that because she thought it was too kid. Too yeah, kid-y. I can see that. So if I ever wanted to make her mad, that's what I did. Whenever <laughs> <laughs> I get in a fight with her, she'd get mad. Sorry, she'd Jenny. She'd get mad at me and she'd start fighting with me. I'm like, sorry, Jenny. And she'd and I would just kind of take it away. I'm like, what do you want to be mad at me for? What I did originally or because I called you Jenny? <laughs> so uh, what do you want to talk about first? Uh, do you want to talk about uh, She-Hulk, the latest episode, or do you want to go into Andor? We can do She-Hulk. We can save Andor to last. Because She-Hulk... We finally got a little bit of action in it as far as, you know, fighting yeah. Titania. Yeah. We got, I, which was very short, so really. It's always going to be short because the episode tells right. you at the beginning, this is going to be the one oh where God. we ran out of money. Because she's like, oh, there's a wedding episode and I don't have to be She-Hulk at the wedding. Cool. So this is the episode yeah. where we don't have any cash. Yeah. We're done. And then they give you the fight in the end, and she turns to She-Hulk, obviously. But it, it definitely was... It's Again, it's, I'm fine with the show. Yeah. It has no plot. No, that, but I think that's the point should. of it. Yeah, it, it should. It's, it's, it's a slice of life thing. <clears throat> right. Yeah. The thing, the problem is, is it feels like online, all anybody cares about is what the hell happened to Bruce. Yeah. Because Bruce is in a, you know, Bruce yeah. is in the Sakarian ship, and, and like, yeah, but I wonder what happened to Bruce. I'm like, it, it's not called the Hulk. It's right. not called Bruce Banner. It's called She-Hulk. It's called She-Hulk. So we're going to get everything with right. Jennifer. But then she, was, when she makes the call to him again and doesn't get him. And right. Everybody's like, come on. No, you know what they're setting up? They're setting it's up World be, War Hulk. No, they're not. It's going to, it's going to, that's going to be the last shot. And oh, it's just going to sit there until they figure out where yeah. they can use Hulk again. The last shot will be something with Hulk. Yeah. Um. 
But now, you know, we had her. Was it the Wrecking Crew that that yeah. tried yes. to attack her? Mm-hmm. The, the the but the only disappointment I have, the only thing that I, I I'd say is like, oh yeah, that's disappointing. Was the Wrecking Crew because it's such a. But it's I mean, like the Wrecking Crew before they get powers. It's the Wrecking Crew on a budget for a Roger Corman film. Sure, yeah. they have the helmets, they have the color, they have the fake weapons that are close to it, but it's yeah. not, you know. Guys that have been artificially powered by right. as guardian guards or gods or whatever, I am wondering if the Wrecking Crew shows up in Echo because if they go with the if they go with the origin for the Hood, the Hood's original powers are from Asgard. Yes, they're they're like special stones yeah. or whatever. Um, and we know that he magic. is the he is the right. villain he is, in it. He's, yeah, he's the villain. So I'm wondering if they tie the Wrecking uh, Crew because the Wrecking Crew at some point I believe were powered by some sort of they like did. Asgardian yeah, magic. I remember that, which yeah. would make sense because Dare, with Daredevil showing up in this, because Daredevil shows up in Echo. Yeah, <laughs> someone's like, we're gonna be really excited to watch Daredevil and six other shows that aren't Daredevil. When they get to Daredevil, all anyone's gonna care about is that the Punisher's in it. <laughs> oh my god, that was the big. Everybody kept talking about that. That. Luke, the so far it looks like the actor played Luke Cage is not coming back, oh. and the actor played Iron Fist is not coming back. That's fine. But Jessica Jones, Iron Fist isn't coming back, right? <laughs> but uh, Kristen Ritter is supposed to be coming back as Jessica Jones. Okay. The bitch in Apartment Twenty Two B is going to come back. <laughs> Every time I think of that, I can just think because it's always in like these montages that I'm watching. Is that uh, that skit in SNL when Bill Hader's a firefighter and Cecily Strong comes in and is like. Oh, they canceled that B in apartment twenty two, and and he's just because he's screaming like a girl. He's like, no, not the B. <laughs> so every time I think of Kristen Ritter, that's the only thing in my head is him screaming about that show being canceled. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring Iron Fist back because they're not going to bring that character back that way. They're going, they weren't going to, they're going to reinvent that character if they use him again. Well, I think you do the same thing. If you're going to do that, then you do. Luke Cage as well. I think the only reason they're not bringing bring Luke, Luke Cage back, that actor, is because Marshala Ali is in that show. Sure. So when you bring that actor back, like, well, that show's canon. It can't be. But you <laughs> or can else bring his a, twin becomes Blade. Right. But you can bring him back as heroes for hire, and just bring two. You know, you can bring Iron Fist and Luke Cage as brand new characters into this. That's what I mean. And it wasn't. Didn't Charlie Cox himself say that those other shows are not supposed to be MCU shows? No, like he's, he, I think he said that those aren't canon anymore. The Netflix shows oh, anymore, yeah. anymore, and then that means Defenders yeah. isn't canon anymore. Correct. That that he's playing Daredevil in this MCU, right? Right. Well, and it, it's a brand new character. Yes. Right? So the history is will be written in this MCU. Anything you've already seen does not Just correct. Right. Correct. And that's kind of what I thought they would do if they ever brought him back. It's like Thrawn showing up in Star Wars. Yeah. It's the same character. But it's a different story for him. If you brought it's, Mara Jade back in, or brought Mara Jade into the M, or MCU, Mar, into the <laughs> Star, Star Wars, Wars universe, yeah. you're not going to tell. It's not going to be the Mara right. Jade from the Thrawn trilogy. You on. can't because that's right. the thing is Correct. Thrawn, and that's the reason why they've never used Thrawn post Return of the Jedi. Right. That'll be interesting to see what happens in Ahsoka because obviously Thrawn in the original EU was introduced as a character. We meet the character post Return of the mm-hmm. Jedi. We never got his origin. But one thing Timothy Zahn did, and the reason that I was okay with them bringing Thrawn back was Zahn was taking it, you know, I'm going to rewrite the character for here. We get three books of his origin with the Empire. Yep. 
And then we get three books of what he does in his own three books and a billion pages. Yeah. Um, God, that last book was so the long. Last book was so long. Jesus, I've been as I've been, I've been going to talk through. to you about that last book. It took you forever. Oh, it took me forever for all. This. I, I finished Princess and the Scoundrel fairly quickly, relatively, because I had a lot of time to read it over the weekend sure. in the free, in the few days. That's right. what I did. I read a lot of that book on Monday. <laughs> um, We'll probably get to that before the show ends. Uh, so, like, they've gotten all the origin stuff and the early stuff. None Correct. of the none of the time frame that he was originally in the EU has been touched with him as a character yet. That'll be fascinating, and I think that'll be the same thing with this with the Netflix stuff. Is we are saying we're not we're, we're not going to find anybody better than Charlie Cox to play him. Correct. And we're not going in Especially a weird King direction. King, you're not going. We're not going in a weird direction, you know, with him making super young or super old or anything. So if we're going to use Charlie Cox, great. But we're still not using those storylines. Correct. Those still do not count. Um, That's why you do the born again storyline. Yeah. It's just sort of you will introduce the Daredevil as a Daredevil character that's here. It'll be different than the one that was there. But the good thing is you don't have to do origin stories for these because fans already know these characters now. I think I think that's. Excuse me. One of the things that Marvel is understanding is that so many of these characters are such cultural touchstones. Mm-hmm. We don't need to see the origin origin for Spider Man. Don't need to see the origin for all Fantastic we had, Four. All we had to see for the origin of Spider Man was the origin of how he meets Tony Stark and becomes a greater part of the MCU. Correct. Because yeah. that's interesting. Here's here's the real thing is like, oh, he's he's first a public figure because there's cool YouTube videos of him stopping right. something. But his real introduction to the fans as he's going to be a big part of the MCU is Tony finds him because he wants to go beat up Cap. Yeah. Mm. And then he fights Cap and obviously Civil War happens and then he's dumped. Right. We're like, well, we'll just get rid of him until he shows up again in his own movie. But then he shows up in Avengers, obviously. Um, Which is really well done. I don't need an origin for Daredevil. Yeah. Daredevil's origin is boring. But even but for most of the characters. Because you know it's going to happen. And the internet's going to be, radioactivity doesn't work that way. That's not how radioactive (laughs) waste works. You know, they don't carry radioactive waste in in cars anymore. Right. In trucks. It's all done by train. (laughs) Or it's it's in the air or by boat. We didn't get an origin story for, uh, for Black Widow. For Hawkeye, no, they're just they're just shield agents, right? right. I mean, we got some of her have, backstory, obviously. Yeah, but we don't. They don't have a, and they also don't have superpowers. Correct. Their origin is like they got trained to be killers. Yeah, there you go, boom. Um, so yeah, and the new ones, we don't really, you know, we don't get an origin story for the Eternals. They're just aliens, right? Here's the, here's where they show up, and they're just like, look at us, we're cool, and everyone's like, no, their you're not. origin is expl- <laughs> you know, for a lot of them, their origin is explained through the story they're telling. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing an origin story, it's right. really like the Harley Quinn show makes makes so much fun of Batman and you know his parents' death. Well, this That's last, that, this last that season was hilarious. That episode is so incredibly meta. Oh yeah, of the idea of like how many times do we have to see this? Yeah, <laughs> how many times do we have to see your parents die? This is and then you realize sort of that like, he sees it over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, that's why we have to see it every single time. That's the you know <laughs> we get a three and a half hour Batman movie of him moving. Very slowly. And it doesn't have his parents' death. Mm-hmm. It's like, hallelujah. Like, that's fantastic. No, but, it, it, but with, with She-Hulk, 
Yeah, we got her origin, but it was very quickly, and it, it did. Yeah. So the characters that we're getting to now, because they got all those characters that Stan and Jack worked on. Well, right. not all of them, but they got a lot of those characters that Stan and Jack worked on, and they all had, like, origins and stuff. Yeah. But the origin of all these characters is an offshoot of the origins that Stan Lee came up with for the X-Men, which he admitted was, I couldn't come up with anything, so I just said they were born with it. Right. And it's the same thing here, like, oh, yeah, just a blood transfusion. Yeah. We want it, We want to take the Hulk, and we want to put tits on it. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Well, how does it happen? Uh, she gets a blood transfusion. Excelsior! And then he just runs away and signs well, something. But even now, they're not... You know, we in this one, we had Mr. Immortal yeah. and Titania, which are both mutants. But we don't we don't even get... You know, they're not even mentioning now whether where they got their powers for small for these B and C even, or C and D. You don't, need, you don't need to. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Immortal's origin means nothing to that storyline. Correct. But it, it, what's funny, though, is... How or really normalized? So. What is it? Or even really the greater MCU? Yeah, it's just a side character. But what's 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 interesting though about especially this show is how normalized, enhanced people are in the regular world. Because that's supposed to be one of the things that that Marvel as comics did well, and and the other is what is the real? There's nothing real. I mean, that's that we look at this and you can debate what it would be. You know, right? What if these people really existed? Yes, the U.S. government would probably have killed Tony Stark immediately. Yeah, like no, it's I'm not taking my chances with you. You just built a super weapon. Right. You know, you have weapons of mass destructions in your home and more Malibu. powerful than what we have. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wait, once you have a nuclear ar- arsenal in your Malibu home, I'm killing you. Yeah. That's it. I'm not letting that be in your hands. And that's part of what Iron Man Two is. Right. Was that idea of like, no, you can't do this. Like this or Iron Man three or whatever. It's like you can't do this. Like this you you have to have some sort of control from an outside agency. Right. Yes. In the end, it's like it's just like you read comics and it's always like, Oh, they evacuated all of Manhattan before those aliens arrived and we knocked down all those buildings so nobody died. <laughs> but in the real world, you're like, No, everyone in Manhattan is dead. But also the flip side of the real world and the it, if you're reading it in the comic, why does anybody live in New York City? Yeah. Right. Like, oh what's it today? Oh, we got invaded by aliens twice. Uh, Mole Man showed up on Fifth Street. The Hulk down the world. And then, yeah, someone knocked down a building. Correlation with Tornado Alley. Why does anybody live in this fucking hell? Because... Yeah, but because it happens maybe once every other year or maybe every two years. Right. The Hulk literally, like, knocks down all of New York City in every six issues, for God's (laughs) sakes. It's... They kind of... They they started making fun of it in the X-Men book where they were just like, oh, look, I can't believe that the X-Mansion is standing for three weeks. Like, this thing has been blown up more than a balloon. Like, it's just insane. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just interesting how... And that's kind of what I like about this show, too, is that it kind of gives you... It takes you out of the superhero world. That's what the book did. That's what Dan Slott's run and then Charles Soule's run did the same thing. The idea in Dan Slott's run is there are, quote-unquote, real-world consequences for what's happened. That's what damage control was. Damage was like... The Avengers aren't going to sit here for two weeks and clean up the city. They can't because, oh, look, you know, Kang just showed up and is trying to destroy exactly. something else. So another entity comes in and is like, we do all the rebuild. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we build Tony Stark or we do right. whatever. The same thing with here was if you're if you have superpowers, what are you legally required to do? Yes. And that's what all of this is. It's the 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 Asgardian shape-shifting witch or whatever. And then what we see here oh, with yeah, Mr. Yeah, Immortal, yeah, yeah. like his powers can let him get through this, but there is a real world consequence for right. this. Um, he should be, you know, if he's, if he takes out life insurance, 
she should be sued for sued for uh, insurance fraud. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny how they dealt with it. With yeah, the, and it's just sort and of. He's got like nine, you know, yeah. people that he's married or something. Yeah. But even even with with Jen with the wedding, you know, the way her friends treat her from high school. Don't, it doesn't change much once she becomes She-Hulk. No. Until... What does that when she changes it, he's like, oh my God, She-Hulk's here. Well, it's, it's... Well, right. It's funny, though. Like, we were watching the episode, and then she rolls in there as She-Hulk, and then her friend's like, oh, you're standing me up by... Right. Like, like, you're the center of attention. But then by the end of the, the episode, I mean, she, the bride's drunk anyway, so she's like, oh my God, well, She-Hulk's here. Have you, have you watched the end uh, pictures? You know, the art no, that they show. Yeah. Because there's so many little Easter eggs in it. Yeah. So they have pieces that are in there. There's like, last week they had um, the shoes that you yeah, know, he was yeah. talking about. And there was like all kinds of different right. character shoes. Like, the, you know, he had the thing, he had... I mean, they basically have those as Easter eggs instead right. of the end of yes. credit scene. Yeah, but, yeah. So in, in this one, the bride was kissing the DJ, her cousin. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was so drunk. Yeah. But when everybody started filming her, that and it was she, you know, they're filming She-Hulk. Yeah. That's when she used it for advantage of, oh look, She-Hulk's at my wedding. Yeah. But the interesting thing was when you get to the very end and you see the computer and you know the obviously the wrecking crew trying, you know, determining yeah, yeah. how they're going to get the Hulk blood. Right. Part of part of me is wondering who's controlling them right now. Right. Are we going to get, you know, Julia, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character trying to make Red Hawk? Or mm. she... Or I think it could Red be she the Hulk. Hood, well, they already talked about the leader. Be, um, well, it could be the leader, too. Because they talked about him yeah. coming back in. And Intelligentsia, too. And yeah. That was his group in the plus, comics. Plus, I the know. leader is... Now that what they're saying is She-Hawk and Captain America New World Order... Are spo- quote unquote the rumor is that they're supposed to set up the next Hulk movie because what the leader's movie? in it. I think New World Order is its own movie, but I'm yes, pretty sure. Yeah, the leader is in it, so maybe the leader is a part of this, which would be interesting. Oh, he's in yeah. Cap Four. Yeah, he, yeah they already announced he's, he's oh. the, and that's why I think it might be him because that's they just like we're not going to be able to hide this right anymore. Okay. And it'd be a good way to tie it into it, to the overall MCU. Mm. Or to the, you know, the, the overall MCU, not the underall. <laughs> so the, it's weird. Is there's only three more episodes left. Mm. Yeah. And is, the, look, is, is, there isn't a subplot there that we're like super following or there's too many of them. Anyway, it's fine, but it's not, I mean, I'm having fun with it. Yeah. Well, it's, to me, it's kind of like what not. Hawkeye was. It, it's more street level. It's more real world. Mm, Hawkeye, Hawkeye has a MacGuffin to get it through it. That's the thing. Sure, it has a very thorough. It has a very through line, and once you start to get like, oh, they've got the object. That's when Elena shows up and is like, no, I'm gonna go kill him. Right. You know, here it's there's really no. But even even that, you're going. Why we're not getting this watch? There wasn't exactly. So what in this? There's no like case. I thought there'd be a case that she'd be working on for the entire show. I thought so too. Instead, it's it's a a bunch of cases, which is great because then you get different dynamics for it. Yeah. But there isn't something that keeps you to get from one. Episode to the next. No, like, where's the where's the develop? And it probably is a good thing because if it was, it'd probably be really boring by this point. In a way, it's kind of like the way Alec McBeal was, you know, where it just was a it was a procedural. No, it wasn't. A, you know. I didn't realize that She Hulk was emaciated and had an eating disorder. <laughs> when do we get the dancing baby? <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. 
Oh my god, I forgot about that one. So how could you? That was the biggest uh, thing in the internet before the internet existed. But here, tying it into the next subject, the, what I enjoy was that it was just very street level. You know, it, it's very. It's yes. not what Andor. It's not the first couple episodes of Andor is very street level. It's mm-hmm. not. She-Hulk, it's not the, you know, this is the end of the world. Right. You know, we got to stop Kang before he eliminates time. Right. Or obviously, Loki has huge stakes. Yes. Um, WandaVision has huge WandaVision stakes. had huge stakes in terms of the character. But mm-hmm. yes, it's like we knew something's wrong with this town and it has to be fixed. And Falcon and Winter Soldier had huge. Falcon is, is all about this new, this new world. Mm-hmm. These things that we have to do through it. And it introduces us to a bunch of other factions that... Are you know what what Sharon works for? Still dealing with what, the blip, and yeah, everything. and all the all the things that are there. So no, there's, there's there's ones that really have a big thing to it, and then there's ones like this or Miss Marvel that may have a really powerful character, mm. but the through line is not that, and is not like this is the end of the world. Mm-hmm. They I guess Miss Marvel kind of do Miss Marvel season two. Of course they are because those people tried to take over. And as soon as I said that, I realized like no, there was a end of the world like oh no we're gonna bring the gin over and then right. the earth's just gonna explode or whatever like and that was part of it i was like gonna like God, that's, not everything needs to be the end of the world but, see, and that's, but that's what everybody's wanting they're like i don't like this it just it's not going anywhere it's not doing anything it's not giving me yeah, the next to it's not getting me to the next thing right it doesn't have to be you no. pick up a you when you pick up a marvel comic not everything is leading you to the next big event right. no the best ones that everybody likes not everybody likes but the ones that really satisfying is like Matt Fraction's Hawkeye where it didn't mean anything right. to anything else. It was just what was happening with his character and the people around them. Yeah. It wasn't, oh, I got to stop Thanos or whatever, mm. which makes it always really funny that that LARP scene, like, oh, I thought Thanos. <laughs> He's got a fake fight. The guy to get the thing is like, but that's Thanos. what I'm talking about with that show. Yeah. And it's very, you know. No, and it is, and, and, and it's a, a small glimpse into, you know, we talked about, Years ago with Iron Man 3, the fact that Tony has PTSD. Right. After the first Avengers film. And that they would all deal with that in their different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, Tony nearly died. He nearly had Manhattan nuked. You know, all of that stuff. How do they deal with it? How does Cap deal with it? How does, you know, to a small degree. And sort of the same thing here. Like, look at Thor. After Endgame, how the hell does Hawkeye go back to life? Right. You know, he's like, so I thought all of you were dead. I murdered like 300 people and then I fought a space god who had these stones on his hand that could kill me instantaneously and then Tony took them from him and then he died. And now I'm sitting watching a musical. And now I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go to New York next week. Right. The last time I was in New York and I really wish they had done a little bit more with that is like the last time I was in New York, I was fighting aliens from space. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm back in New York and I'm watching a musical. About fighting aliens in space, and or somehow the Ant Man's there. <laughs> you see the meme? It has it's the end of Endgame, but they put Madison instead of Iron Man. And oh she's my like, god! Six stones, but not where you think they are. <laughs> she turns around and she has like a thing on it. And I'm like, this is the best. My Madison and Wonger shirts shows up this week. <laughs> god, how? I mean, but see, as much as people hate. It was the uh, best because it because was so stupid. Yes. And it was funny as, I mean. It's funny the, to see Wong like that. That's the only episode I've watched twice. Yeah. yeah. And it was just because, like, so when she's introduced, we talked about it when it happened. When she was introduced, I was like, oh, this is dumb. And then when she ends up in, in Karmatash, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like, oh, this is the one where Allie dies. You just ruined it. It was so sad. I cried for three days. <laughs> and then when she comes back into it, it's just the way she goes, Wongers! That's the best. Someone just called the Sorcerer Supreme of the entire universe Wongers. But, but that's what they've done a, a great job with the storytelling with this. No one can hear you. I know. Oh, he's dog. clicking and slapping. <laughs> that's just Fox in the doors. <laughs> the dogs are going nuts. But no, I mean, like the girls love this show. Beth and Airball, this is probably one of their favorite ones. Yeah, because it's just it's relatable, it's fun, and it's just you know you don't have to sit down and watch you know a lot of story to understand. We have the wrong floor right. for this type of thing. <laughs> And you don't have to, you know, you don't, not only do you have, you don't have a lot of story to, to unpack with it, you don't have to worry about, you know, all the action and stuff and, you know, yeah. it's just one of the very first Marvel shows that you can just sit down and watch and not have to think about it. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I was say, I didn't think a lot about Falcon Winter Soldier, but I guess I did. Yeah. Right. I'd say the first couple of episodes of Ms. Marvel, you didn't really have to... But think see, about yeah, either. There's still things to unpack from the, what, what's going on with yeah, Sharon, yeah, yeah. what's going to happen with Bucky. We, I mean, we know he's going to end up with the Thunderbolts, but, you know. Well, we didn't know that at the time. Right. You know, he had a, Bucky no, had a lot going yeah, on with him. Uh, it, it was, I mean, that was the first, I was sort of like, okay. And it, the first half of that show is a little slow to me, but in the end, I liked it. It was hard. WandaVision was, it was hard having WandaVision first. Because that really set the bar high. Because yeah. I was so into that. Yeah. Sure. And a lot of that was because... It was the first one, and we were all like, "Remember, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be yeah, the first supposed one. to be first, and it was good that it wasn't." Yes, because it just—I think it would have been slow. So, uh, speaking of slow, everybody's talking about slow. Andor. We got three Ooh, episodes slow. of Andor, and then a lot of people were saying the first two episodes were just so slow. So, when I uh, when I got to the end. And I said, because remember, when we talked about WandaVision, one of the things we said is there's a reason they dropped two episodes. Correct. Because first episode gives you nothing. Correct. Except in the grand, in, in, when you take it all together, that first episode is really important. <clears throat> yes. If you just watch that first episode and you learn, like, what the hell is this? Right. And I think with... The first two episodes. No, you got enough with the second one where you're like, what the hell is this? I'm into it. It gives sure, you the idea okay. that there's something going on. The first one, there's something going on, but you really don't get a sense in the first one that she's controlling an entire town. Right. By the second one, you're like, she's either trapped or controlling an entire town. Andor was kind of, here's a lot of setup. Here's a little bit of his origin, which we'll get to in a minute because I think it's a mistake. Now here's the episode that really matters. Yeah. And the only one that anything happens in. <laughs> but it was... Well, um, that, I mean... In terms of an action sequence, there's really no action sequences in the first two. Other than when he kills the two. That's not an action That's, sequence. Right, it's quick. Yeah. So did, it's, it's... Did that bar that he went into in the first one remind you of the Knights of the Old Republic game? No. Because that bar that he went into, I was like, well, I guess Governability has got to open a second location. <laughs> um, it's not a bar, it's a brothel. Yes, it That's is. That's the other thing. I was like, it's not a bar, it's a brothel. Yeah. So I was like, they should definitely open it then. Um, well, then they have to compete with the... Empire strips back or something, whatever the whatever. There's a there's a That's Star not the Wars name of it, but it probably should be. There's a Star Wars yes, brothel. There's a, no, there's no. It's not a brothel. There's a Star Wars burlesque show. Burlesque show. Yeah, oh. not a brothel. If you go up and say, "Hey, bang me for twenty dollars," they kick you out. 
I, I found I, so it, it is. It's I the Empire it. Strips Back. It might be. I don't. I thought it was a different name, but anyway. Um, one of the things I found this week was someone had talked about the first announcement that Cassian that Diego Luna was coming back to play Cassian Andor in a Disney Plus series. That was in 2018. Yes, we've waited four years for this show. Yes, I didn't realize it was that long. Um, I going in knowing the scope of it that we're getting 12 episodes and then mm. another 12 again. That helps you get for, through the first two episodes. Yeah. And then he said he's never playing the character again. There's, there's I'm no like, need is to. there really yeah, a need right, to after yeah. that? Because the second season leads right up to Rogue One. Yes. Spoiler alert, he dies. Um, it was, it was, I liked it a lot because it really is... As I got to the end of it, what it feels like they're trying to establish to some degree is that the entire galaxy in this time frame is a really dangerous place. Yes. And there's a lot of different people, not just the Empire, that have screwed everybody over. Right. You know, when you live in a a terrible regime or whatever, it's not just the government you're afraid of, it's the people that the government allows to do the same thing that they're doing in the service of the greater good. Right. So we get this corporate sector force police force right. whatever well, that's the, very but much like Ireland, the it's like the whoever the, the imperial governor of that sector it's the corporate sector that's the thing right. it's it's exactly what's in um you know we just read the shadows of the sith we get mm-hmm. old corsic ones and we get that in in the han solo books and the lando book and they were in other pieces of the original the old school eu yes during the time was that there was a part of the galaxy that the empire didn't control it was all. It was a business district, and yeah. they had their own army, their own security forces, and the empire let them do whatever they want because they didn't want to antagonize them because that's where all the money went through. Right. That's sort private of the same idea here. Not, these yeah. are these. This is a corporate entity that yeah. owns this planet or whatever, or these two planets. Yeah. And one of them is you know the one that that Cassian is on isn't necessarily under the direct control, but they can go and do what they want. It's like they own them. They cross the border. They do all this other stuff. Yeah. It was nice to have a different kind of enemy. Um, instead of stormtroopers. Instead all of stormtroopers yeah. and, and the piece. We know that's coming, which yeah. is fine. Good and clone troopers too. Yeah, you get everything. Because you know. this is right. Man, when I, when they first showed the, that corporate headquarters and those ships are over, I'm like, wait, are those gunships? Oh, no. Yeah. They just look like gunships. Like, damn, that's, my, that's one of my favorite designs the, in Star the, Wars. The pods that come yeah. off, they look like... They well, they, look yeah, like they're, they're the ships that come through and they're like, you know, that establishing shot of whatever their little base is. Um, and they come through and I'm like, oh, are those, those dropships? No, they're not. Damn. They're not the Republic gunships. Um, they're smaller. Yeah, they look way weird. smaller. But, um, no, it was... It, and, and it gives you that kind of sense of these people that are trying to make their way through the galaxy... Head down, don't worry about anything. We sell scrap, mm. we take scrap apart, mm. we do it under the auspices. We're, we're an imperial controlled planet, a corporate controlled planet. Yeah. Okay, and and that's it. But they're also just here going, they're all you know, there, there's a rebellion brewing within them, right? <clears throat> and then we get when we find finally something happens in the third one. Um, I was trying to figure out who the uh, the actor that played the um. The really go getter officer, that was you know the the straight the straight and narrow officer, the leader yeah. officer, or, it's, or the it's or Kyle the Solar. But I was trying to figure out what he's from. Everything the American dude, white, yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting that they do have a lot of different accents in this. There was a very yeah. interesting Twitter. I wish I'd saved it. I always see these things and I don't screenshot it, so I can't give credit. 
there was a gentleman who was talking about Andor, and they said, we're finally telling, what was it? We're finally telling a Mexican Star Wars story. <laughs> but the idea that Diego Luna is pointed out, so the, right. the the idea that comes through it is that people know he's from... Guatemala. No, what's the, no, what's the planet that he's from, that, that Cassian Canary. is from? Canary. 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 His accent is from Canary, so he's, he's immediately picked out by those two officers, like, you don't belong here. Right. And they even get to the point where they said he swam over, oh, which, geez. again, is a throwaway yeah. line. But when you start to look through that lens, yeah. there's a lot of different pieces that kind of fall into it, including his sort of indigenous origin. Right. And it was very interesting to see someone who's bringing their own experience to it and saying, this is the type of thing that I'm seeing in it. The corruption, the the tyranny, the, the, the taunts, the insults, mm. you don't belong here. You shouldn't have come. Right. People chasing you. All these sort of things that are there. Um, but I think it's always interesting. Diego Luna said um, when he was on Conan O'Brien when when uh, Rogue One came out, mm. one of the things he loved from Lucasfilm because he went into the to the audition and he was going to change his voice. And they said, no, 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 don't change your voice. Give me your yeah. voice. Yeah. And he's like, you, you want me to keep this accent? And they're like, yes. And yeah. like, That's amazing. Because, of course, where it was filmed, everything's either American or British. You know, right. the... the, the it always weirded me, like, the guys who are sort of like the Nazis all have British accents in the original right. three films. Uh, well, he said that, uh, Diego said that the one reason he said he agreed to this was because part of the film, or part of the show was going to be filmed in Guatemala. Yeah. And now we know what part. Yeah. Um, he said once so they, I, he said they, that was one of the, he had already agreed because it was, you know, Star Wars and it was his story and he'd already mm -hmm. done it once. Right. But he agreed because... They have a paycheck waiting sure. for him, but yes. But to have it be filmed in his home country was even... The fact that in the U.S. City, he was so proud to be a part of it, to not have to hide his accent. And to everything. be one of the very first you know, Star Wars characters that you know had a different had a, accent. Yeah, had, had a Latin yeah. accent. And then in here, we get different accents. We get yeah. the, the kind of sergeant from it is, is very, yeah, you know, Scottish. Yeah. Or, or and we get the first use of the word shit. Was it in the third episode? It's it's oh, him yeah. when he realizes they're surrounded. Yeah. It's like, Shit, we've oh. been surrounded. I was like, wait a minute, I've never heard that in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah and it is interesting because there is a huge debate. I found two threads online uh, that was a huge debate about. It. It's like, well, it just takes me right out of it because it's. A, and, and I said, yeah, I kind of get that. Yeah, but it's also it's weird in the middle of that show for him to go like poodoo. We we're surrounded. Right. Like yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. Right, Bantha fodder. Yeah, you know, yeah. just like wait a minute. And someone said, "Is like I think they just got tired of seeing Calabast and whatever the other yeah. one was, <laughs> the Fenjaric or whatever the other yeah. curse word they've kind of come up with." I said, "It used to just be blast," and I'm like, "That's not that's not that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. That's like going darn, yeah, or whatever." So, I did, but it, it hit me like right. I was like, "Oh, he says he's in shit, um, poozer." Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, it's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Um, well, but it's a wizard is the worst. It's a very uh. gritty. Yes, kind of down show. There's a lot of stuff in it that I was like, I never thought, I never thought I'd see. You know, the closest thing like to romantic scene we've right. ever seen. That that kind of threw me a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, well, I was wondering if we were gonna get like some back skin or whatever, but back skin's a character that shows up in episode <laughs> five. <laughs> um, no, it was just, and trying to figure out like the different relationships and actually what they're doing is yeah. interesting. His friend that that's on the line that, that he talks to a while, the other dismantler or whatever. Yeah. Even just the way he, he covers himself is kind of, you know. It, yeah. There's just a lot of like different, you know, he's, he's obviously a grifter. He's got a lot of 
calls the fire. He owes money to a bunch of people, mm. but he's also super charming right. and everything. So they gave him a little bit weak. I can see where he becomes the intelligence captain, mm-hmm. but he definitely has even a different person because he's not that charming in Rogue One yeah. at all. He's, you know, he's gruff and whatever. Yeah. But let's get, can we get to the origin? Because if, well, he's, been in, to, yeah. if he's been in this fight since he was six years old, he's a liar. <laughs> that was going dead. to be my problem. That, that was well, the first not, thing. Yeah. Because I, wa- you know, I watched it, and that's one of my favorite lines. I've been in this fight since I was six years old, and then it, when he, you know he, he he's in the his the ship the, or whatever yeah. with the droid. Oh, that droid! That droid breaks my heart. Um, the stuttering droid, B. Yeah, it was just, he's like. But he's even just, when you I look just, at him, you just want to just want to hold him and, and caress him. But he's when like, you see the flashback when he's pretty much brand new and doesn't yeah. have all the yeah. He, but everybody's talking. He's Vincent from Disney's The Black Hole. Mm, love it. Yeah, but in terms of. So you see him kind of like, you know, close his eyes or whatever, and then it opens and you see that it's obviously him on this planet. Can, yeah. I, can, can, I, can I go with you? <laughs> um, and then has the... And so when he gets up and everything, and you see the ship come over, and I was like, that's yeah, obviously him. Yeah. And I was like, that kid ain't six. No. <laughs> that kid is 10. Yeah. At, at, at least. At least. There yeah. were no parents on that. No. No, I, I think the, the idea of like a lost is that they're maroomed as well. Yeah. But... Remember, the Empire decimated that planet. So right. maybe that's they took the, yeah, the that's strip line. I think the it is, is they actually fought off the Empire in that planet. Right. So he's been they, fighting it. They since found the a way to get six. that mine. But the thing is, is it the Empire? Because they say that ship is a Republic they ship. It's a Republic ship. So that's like, and they've, got that, that, I was they've like, got that Republic Science Division yeah. symbol, right? And I'm going, wait, is this during the Clone Wars? That's at what the I end thought, of the Clone or at least. Wars? Or just as the Empire turns, like at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. So, right, so it's just he's, and it could be because some people may not have known that the empire yeah. took over, you know, became so the empire. In in corporate Republicans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it's interesting because you know so many people had this weird notion, like how the hell does Obi Wan not know that Vader lived? And like he's on a backwater planet. It's not like the Empire comes and makes a big poster that says, "Come see Darth Vader you know, right. next week" or whatever. It's very easy to think that he would never know. Well, you remember that he, Vader was in, alive. in the comic books, even in, even in Rebels, they didn't know that was Darth Vader. They you yeah, know, they, they just, had all they knew was there was a a black cloaked you know there was a, entity a, there that was, was going around killing was, people. Yes, so it's it, it, that's what I thought of when they said it's a Republic ship. I was like, I'm wondering if first off, we don't know if they shot it down, Correct. or if the ship came down and they were following and they followed it for scrap right. or whatever. And she comes in and, and gets them or what have you. But that was kind of the weird thing. And I'm trying to think, like, how old is Cassian in Rogue One? That's what I was trying to look up. Because he, mm-hmm. he would be, he's older than Luke. He's not 19. Right. I'm thinking he's in his mid-20s. But that would be, he was probably born four or five years before Empire Day. Yes. So it could be, like, right away that they came to this planet and started strip mining it. And the people there started fighting. Because they're wearing... They're wearing clothing that looks like it belongs to someone else, obviously. Right. You know, and that they have their stuff there. The blowguns are made so out of... So he was born 26 years before the Battle of Yavin. Yeah, so that would be... He would be... He's in the fight since he's six years old, right on Empire Day. Sort of the same year. Because it's 20 years to get to, to Yavin. 19. So he was seven. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just... That was interesting, too, because that's the first time that they've ever used in a live-action Star Wars thing... As the date, as a zero date, as yeah. the Battle of Yavin. Yeah, they said that. The BBY. Sort of um, 
one of the things with it that made me think of as I started thinking of the timeline is that he wasn't fighting the Empire since he was six. He was fighting authority since Correct. he was six. And it does change part of his motivation in terms of Rogue One. Because it's like I don't I don't care who's in charge. I'm just going to fight them yeah. if, if they if I'm taking well I'm if, he, like if he's taken. fighting if let's if it is the what if, if you find if, out his parents are separatists? That's, that's what I was wondering if Kari was separatist. Yeah. That's a separatist I planet. I, I, that's what I thought at first. But then they said that, you know, Kanari was destroyed by the Empire because it was, I mean, you see that big mining. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't mean the Empire didn't fight the separatists on that planet and then start taking it over. But it could have been that the Republic, you know, the, the Palpatine-controlled Republic had already started mining these planets, getting yeah. ready for Order well, 66. Material, yeah. Because when you see, remember, well, when, yeah, when you he, see, at he the would end still of, need a ton of. Uh, well, at the end of this, at the end of stuff. end of episode three, you see the superstructure for the the Death Star. Uh, so they've already started working on it. We got Death Star. So you know, it could be that the yeah. Republic was there, acting as you know the Empire, or became you know, and then became the Empire that he was fighting them off his planet since. He's a, a, yeah. age, age six. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I love these stories that are more grounded. You know, that like Solo, to me, Solo was great because you get to see more of real world, you know, the universe. You don't just see the Flash and the, the you know, the, the, just space, the overall, so. yeah, the big storylines. Yeah. Well, that's a, what I started from when we talking about Rogue One was that was the story I wanted. I wanted more of a story of what this war really is. What I love with the first Battlefront book in the new canon books is it, it just follows this company mm-hmm. as they're fighting from world to world. And it's not necessarily, you know, we have to stop the super weapon laser blaster right. super wizard. It's just, oh, there's a planet the Empire's on and they're they're you know, uh, just terrible to these people. And we go in and shoot them all. Yeah. And then what happens after that? And then what happens after that? And the idea like, well, we go in and we shoot a bunch of people and then we leave because we can't set up a government because the empire is just going to come and take them out. So that kind of real, not real world, but more of a, what the galaxy would really be like. Mm. Is the great stuff in aftermath for that too. Yes. About, of them taking over. And there's some of that in, you know, even princess and the scoundrel, the idea, you know, the empire wasn't defeated in a day, but a couple of people started to, Believe that it was. It was like, oh, well, yeah. now everything just we just go back like, to what it was before, and it's that's not going to work, right? You know, you can't just dismantle a government and then hope that it goes. Hope back that to... you're going to be better in five years, right? <clears throat> Iraq, um, something needs to be there in place, and it's going to take time to do it. And <laughs> Afghanistan, <laughs> Afghanistan never really had a government anyway. Um, but that's the thing with that. Just that that great SNL skit after um, they had deposed on <laughs> I'm saying it was. Uh, I think it was Will Forte playing Bush. And, like, well, Iraq needs a strong leader. You know, someone, someone who knows the the place. And, and I'm like, who's that? Who is that? Who do you think that's going to be, Mr. Bush? Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it's a funny thing, but it's also the thing like, if you had left him, or they, you know, it's just yeah. sort of, it's, it's that hard thing. You can't just, boom, everything's done. We got the new government in there. Everything's it doesn't work. Kosher. And that's, yeah. that's something Unless that's you're in, literally taking over that land. Yeah. You know, right. in the fantasy version of, oh, yeah, the New Republic comes out of nowhere and it's all run by good people. Even the original EU had to deal with the idea that most governments and most 
most of the people that were working for the Empire mm-hmm. ended up working for the New Republic. Right. Because you just you can't do anything. It's like, it's like those people before, were all in charge. Like, the yeah, people yeah, in the, the Republic the old Republic for the Empire. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Regional old Republic governments. was there, became the Empire, then all of a sudden it became yeah, see, the New Republic. Change. It just became, the policies changed, the same mm-hmm. people were there, and then they weeded out people that weren't going to do their policies. Right. Like, well, kill all those refugees. No, I don't want to do that. All right, you're fired. Yeah. I'm just going to blow up your planet now. Well, shit. That's <clears> um, <throat> just an interesting way to deal with, with that. Let's just see how the rebellion looks like here. I mean, this is a point in which we've seen different... Uh, the hell is that? Oh, it's like, it looks like resin. Oh, it might be a, a, a lightsaber. Not anymore. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a uh, rubberized lightsaber I was yeah. making. Rubberized. Um, I don't know. Oh no, how you got Where we've seen in other places that it's just small cells and in, in yes. pockets of the galaxy, and well, then some remember, of the people with them. And when we're going through rebels, the idea that Kanan had said, like, we're not. A group of, I mean, it's just us. We're just trying to right. save Lethal. And Hera's like, that's not going to work. Like, we can't just kick the Empire off of Lethal and think it's going to stop. Mm. They're going to come back. Yeah. But even remember, they were all cells at that time. You know, yeah. Hera, Hera, they were, they were the Phantom Cell. Mm. And they would. Phoenix Cell. Phoenix Cell. Were they? I thought they became Phoenix after they, they Phoenix grew in. their squadron. Yes. But they yeah. were. But they were always Phoenix. In the first season, they were even Phoenix. Phantom is the ship. Phantom was the ship. But what what do they call? What's their call signs? They're all Phoenix. Phoenix one. No, wasn't it? I thought they were Phantom. I thought they were Phoenix. Doesn't um, matter. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Whatever. That that was their cell. Yeah, right. and they would get communications from different parts. Right, but mm-hmm. the 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 one where Kanan's like, we're not joining this fight, and Kara's like, we're already in it. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, we just wanted to, we just wanted to save Lethal, and she was, you can't. Because that government still exists, and they're just coming back. Right. We can't just. This is this. Is, you have to make a bigger. We have to be a nuisance all over the galaxy, not for one planet. Right. And as and you started to see those pieces come in through it, with the fulcrum and everything else, and that's where we are now. Specters. Well, that's right there, specters. So neither was right. Phantom, um, the Phantom was the uh, Phantom's the ship. The yeah. ship, yeah. Um, but the idea that obviously, um, did you say he knew you were right? <laughs> No, he no, said, neither. said neither of us are right. Oh, neither of us are right. The, um, you know, Skarsgård's character, this rebel recruiter or whatever, and that's the thing that's in a lot of the different, or trying to be in some of the other entertainments, is the idea that the, the rebellion, one of the things that they had money, uh-huh. they had material, they had everything, like these little cells started getting gobbled up by the rebellion. It's like, oh, this is awesome. We have more cash. Yeah. We have more than we can do. You know, he's obviously better off than anyone that's there. Mm. Fighting. Well, you notice his uh, his walking cane was a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, well, it wasn't an actual that. lightsaber, but it it was. It looked like one. And I then think it, it, I think it had the hilt. Yeah. It had uh, the hilt, and then it folded up into itself. Huh. I was like, "That's cool." I, I hope that, I, mean, we got I hope they don't have lightsabers it. in this for some. Yeah. I hope we don't get no lightsabers. We don't get Palpatine other than a mention. No Vader. Just let Cassian figure out what this is, and yeah. You know, we'll see what happens in the, the second season that gets us to the beginning of of Rogue One. Yeah. There was one thing that in there that it was kind of like I questioned. I forgot. I, I made a mental note because I wanted to ask you about it. Because I purposely, besides everything else going on, I didn't want to talk to you about it till we were here. Because I, I just, I, I wanted to get your, you know, 
I wanted to get an unfiltered opinion that we haven't already discussed with it, you know. Um, I, but I just I I really I enjoyed this one so this I like so I like I like I like the slower pace to it to some degree. I did you know in the middle of the second episode like there's got to be something happening, but also the idea that it's not the Empire versus the Rebels every right. week every week every week. You know it's going to be bits and pieces that are coming through. We'll see what happens with Briggs. We've got a lot of characters to still be introduced. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't even seen Mon Mothma, who we know in it is in it. There's a lot of other characters that we know is it or in it that we haven't seen yet. Well, that's why I think you said it. you do these first three because now this one you can immediately take Andor out of the small town area and, and the setup of how yeah, it but gets it's obvious to them. That some of these other characters are important enough that we're going to see them again. Oh, sure. So they'll see how all this kind well, of even his in. backstory. I mean, is is much as you really don't need that mm. the flashbacks. It's still interesting. Well, I think it's to get her in the series and the idea. So watching that. But it's also knowing, trying to find a sister. Knowing who else is coming, she would be more of a partisan. Oh, totally. And yes. I think that's where that's going to come in. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Who? His, his mother. Oh. His foster mother that's there. The woman is more the woman that's stolen from the planet. Yeah. Because like, oh, the Republic's going to come and just wipe these people out. Uh, Do you know who the actress is? Uh, I, I, she was one of those, like, I recognize her, but I don't know who she is. She was Harry Potter's aunt. That's what it was. Oh, Fiona Shaw? Yes. Oh, Fiona okay. Shaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, she's in something else. I, I, I she was someone's like, oh, she's really familiar. I've seen her before, but I don't remember where. She was in that one with Tom Hiddleston. You're Tom Hiddleston. Uh, where he was a spy? You're a spy. I thought. Oh. Um... Most of this show is just completely. What? Uh, us looking up crap. <laughs> I, oh, you mean this show? I thought you meant Andor. Yeah, she was in True Blood. <laughs> she was in Killing Eve. Yeah, oh, that's in, right. Yes. Uh, God, there's something else I was going to. So you, you finished Princess and the Scoundrel? I finished Princess and the Scoundrel. What did you think of that? I think the best finish it. Um, mm, I can't tell you. So, all right, because it'd be the end. The ending is what I have to talk about. Yeah, I'm not talking about it. I just said if I was talking about it, I'd talk about the ending. So I'm not going to. Okay, so for a while we've been talking. Han dies. (laughs) (laughs) For a while we've been talking on this show about James Earl Jones and his future with Star Wars. And we've been saying for a year, for well, it feels like years, maybe it has been years, that at some point they'll have enough dialogue for him that they could use it, use an AI. I think Sebastian program. mentioned that in one of them for that. It was more of we were talking about the fact that if they were ever going to do anything with Darth Vader, it should be soon because, I mean, even now we had said his voice is different enough. You know, his yeah. Rogue One does not sound like episode four. No, and I, I noticed that when I was watching it again. You could when he's talking to Krennic. Oh yeah, it's it's a total different inflection. Yes, but it's also lighter. It's not it's not as deep to me. It, it is, but it, you can also hear the age in it too. Yeah, in his voice. I mean, the man's ninety. Yeah. So they came out. He came out this week saying that his relationship with Star Wars is pretty much retired. And then <clears> he <throat> retired, and he he signed over the rights back to Lucasfilm to use any of the dialogue he's already correct recorded so that they can do what they already did 
I'm sure with his permission in Kenobi, which was to re, um, re-edit, re-engineer, remix mm-hmm. his dialogue to be most of the Vader dialogue in it. Right. So basically, Chef. Just yeah. <laughs> that last episode well, was Chef. <laughs> they already did it a while back with. Um, I remember in Episode Seven when. You hear Ben Kenobi mention talk to Ray. They took a piece of Alec Guinness, and yeah, that was wasn't they just they used like four complete words from him. Yes, this is the the what they did in Kenobi was take lines, feed it into the computer, and then be able to like the computer learns the inflection and the tone, right? And then you're like, okay, say I'm going to the grocery stores. I'm going to the grocery store. It's not cut specifically from different words or different right. pieces. Yes, that was the, it's yes. the computer can redo it. And that's what this will be. Yes. You know, going forward. Now, can you make a complete movie out of that? I don't know. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to get a Darth Vader movie. What would be interesting is to do the deep fake, you know, the de-aging with a, with a voice like that. You know, the AI voice. Well, you don't have to see him. Long. I mean, be, it could work for a couple pieces because, I mean... It's always felt like Vader was never supposed to be in Rogue One originally. And Correct. then when they saw it in May or whatever, where they're like, oh, this this is too much war film. And what it really seemed to be is like, that last sequence is way too long. Yeah. And we need Vader in this. And so then they kind of redid it. Well, I think they also needed the Mustafar a Mustafar scene is so added in when you really watch it. And you're just like, there is no reason for him to go to Mustafar at all, except oh, to establish Vader in, this, in the series. Right. But in the original <laughs> shot, and remember when we watched the, um, the trailer, it sure as hell seems like Darth Vader's on the Death Star. There's a shot that's in the trailer. Like, he's on the Death Star. Yes. And then they took that out for yes. him to be in the thing. So he just shows up at the end. I think that might have been... I think they, they had, had too much Vader. Either just that like it doesn't or they special. had, they had uh, Mettleston meet him on the Death Star. And they needed yeah. to separate they him and charge him. It, yeah. So with, with kind of all those different pieces, it did feel like, you know, you, you got... As, as little as you did, you notice he doesn't say anything at the end. The right. whole sequence in the hallway has no lot dialogue right. to it because you only have to record once and then just play it on a loop. Um, so it's it's you know, James Earl Jones has done enough. You know, we're we're okay. Mm-hmm. David, yeah, David Prowse is David Prowse is already dead, so he doesn't have to be mad at him anymore. But now you know that any time that they'll use a Vader anymore. Yeah, I think I think the Which thing they, was that could make them want to use it even more. No, I think it's if it works, it works. Because you don't have to. Work. If he signed over the rights, he doesn't. They don't have to pay Jones anymore for it. Did they sign? Yeah, but he doesn't get any. He might get of that money going toward, he, towards sure his foundation. He, gets royalties foundation for it or he some probably shit. gets yeah. something, but he's probably it's not going to be like you know. Hey, but they also weren't going to you know, do that. Normal they weren't, weren't going to put him in a in a VR booth for a VR, no. uh, uh, an AR booth for you know two days to record lines. So it's, they can use it. I, and like I said, I don't think it's going to work for a whole movie. Cause again, it's also the thing like rogue one, they watched it and they're like, boy, that Tarkin stuff looks great. Can you do that for four seconds with, with Leia? Yeah, we can do that. You're not going to be able to do that over a whole film. Tarkin's the star of that movie. It's not going to work. Then it's just, you are getting more and more, you know, longer sequences, but should you? Cause Luke in season two looks awful. I'm sorry. Luke in season two of The Mandalorian is awful. I have a feeling at some point we're getting a Jedi Academy series. I think we get a Jedi Academy series that has very little Luke in it. See, that's what I was, I, that's what I was thinking. Is you could do it's going to be a kid's show. 
You could do the Jedi Academy And then Academy you watch series. it and you realize that all of them get murdered by Kylo Ren later. <laughs> but you could do it and you could have Luke going off on missions and stuff where he's only there for a little bit. It's just he's there for I'm a little good. bit anyway. It's not it's not it's training classes or anything. It's the kids going like, "Oh, let's go into the forest." And they go into the forest and then there's a beast in the forest cuz Luke didn't bother to look around the forest. <laughs> and there's and they're like, "Oh, no, we have to stop him." And, and then, then they run towards him and then he stops in midair and you just go back and you see Luke holding his hand out and then it cuts and you just hear his voice like, "You are naughty kids." And then they push the start destroyer back yeah. out of oh, the God, I'm okay. good without seeing Luke. Or yeah, Vader I, anymore, I really. Just, I don't. As I'm good. much as people freaked out over those two, the those two appearances, I would I would say it's coming. So, I, yeah, I don't know uh, if they can help themselves from doing it, but right. I, I mean. think it's a mistake. It, again, sometimes you have to stop people yep. from getting what they wanted because everyone wants this thing, and I still I don't understand the people that really love the Luke sequences in in yeah. Mandalorian season two because. Yeah. I think the voice is strained. It's very, it's okay. And I know he was on set and he recorded it and he was those those parts. The stunt double did him sitting cross legged because there's no way he could get. No, he did. Did he do it? He did it. Wow, it's a good thing he has handlers. That was that 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 was I would never uh, I would never recover from that. The galaxy shows (laughs) it or the uh, gallery shows it. I guess it does, but it's still like it just. I'm sorry, but that was not to me. That was not good. It, to me, it's passable, but I can't. I cannot see doing baking him the main character in the show. Oh, no. to me, it it doesn't matter what the what it looked like. I didn't think those sequences needed to be in there. Period. That's a completely different uh, subject. The sequences shouldn't have been in there because, again, oh, Luke has taken Crow Crew. Oh no! Oh no! He's fine. Cool. He's back. Yeah. Right. They're gonna go to Mandalore together. Uh huh. He's going to be the kid again. We're going to have the Dadalorian again. Yeah, awesome. but he takes <laughs> the him. But, but, but the problem with it is, it's not just that he takes him and then brings him back so quickly. It's he takes him. Then Jaren goes there. They say, no, you can't even see him because we don't want to confuse him. And that's where I thought, oh, no, they're going to leave him there. Right. And, and then, then two episodes later, he shows up in the X-Wing. <laughs> and then he goes back and you're going, well, that was just... Made Grogu. no sense. Yeah. I know that you're a small child who can't speak, but you must make a choice for the rest of your future. Okay, you br- you chose the shiny shirt. Of course you did. Look, this is shiny too, bitch. Because <laughs> you're going back to dad. Real quick, you mentioned shiny shirt. Uh, it made me think of Lord of the Rings. Uh, Lord um, of the Rings. The Power of the Rings. What do you think in the, the latest episode? Did you watch it yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. What do you think of the whole idea with the Mithril? It doesn't fit into what Mithril is presented to you. It in, totally. In your... yeah. I was like, okay. The idea of how the Mithril ore is created is kind of interesting. The idea is that, that you had um, one a, a tree that supposedly had the, the Simmer, one of the Simmerils, the lost Simmerils, in it. And then you have uh, a light elf that's trying to save the tree as a, a, a Balrog. Oh my God, Balrog. Rog. Balrog. God, you sound like such a fucking nerd right I now. Know. As a Balrog, so there's this light elf, right? It. And like the, the tree's all poisoned, and then he fought this big Balrog thing, and then he <laughs> dropped it, and then it like bled into the ground, and then that was that. That's why I was like, can we get to the fighting already? Can we get to the <laughs> Southland? And face the orcs and the bad elf and the hot chick and her terrible son. 
You don't like the sun? Well, I mean, he has the sword of Sauron for fuck's sake. He doesn't <laughs> tell anybody until he finally goes up like, oh, this guy showed me how to shoot a bow and arrow. Yo, check this out. Does this mean anything to you? Yeah, it's the symbol of the enemy. Awesome. Hey, mom, the dude you want to bang says this is the uh, the symbol of the enemy. Oh, okay. I'm going to look longingly at him. And then I'm going to tell him, why are you here? You're black. That's not, I mean. And you're on. an elf. You're an elf. There's no black elves. They're blelfs. What, what are you doing? Blelfs. <laughs> So on that note, we're he looks so sad. Like, I know he's he's a good actor, but he, he, there's not a lot of range because he hasn't been asked to do it yet. Well, he has resting he's sad either, face. He's either completely lost. Yes, you know it's like, hey, we're going back. We're we're leaving Earth, and you don't have to live here anymore. Oh, I have to go say hi to the hot chick in town that I want to bang. Hi, hot chick. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh no, I think those are orcs. He gets a little surprised. Oh, I've been captured. Oh my my commander has died. Oh no! Oh, like, that sounds horrible. Bro, it's like, <laughs> come on, let's, let's let's move a little on the scale. Sauron's over top of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he's got resting sad face. No, no, the bad the, the leader of the bad guys is also an elf. <laughs> How did that work? You know, you're sounding like you don't like you're not enjoying it. it I am. It's it's, it's slow. A, it's, it's God, is it slow? It's token <laughs> slow. It's um. I know pieces will come together, but you're not. I mean, you had an entire episode without any of the Harfoots. Yes. Two weeks ago or whatever. You just never see them. Yep. I was like, oh, okay. Um, it is kind of interesting to see that the well, Hobbits and we're a community and that's what we'll become. But here you're like, what? Oh, you can't keep up with other people? You die. <laughs> we leave you on the side of the road and let the birds pick your eyes out. Oh, if you, to just take their wheels away from them. Yeah. What? <laughs> Maybe we should leave them behind. Maybe you should just stick an arrow in him and get it over with. <laughs> There's a man pushing the cart. Kill him. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that guy. It's just... <laughs> so it is like trying to trying to kind of set those things. You know, the elves hate everybody. Everybody hates the elves. Everybody hates the elves. You have the Numenorans that are like, oh, humans are, are awful. They're trash. Yeah, you're human. I know, but we live on this awesome island that was given to us by the people we hate. <laughs> but now we want to go back into town. I mean, it is, it, it's interesting because you know who Isildur is. <coughs> yes. And everyone's complaining about those that are living in the Southland. I thought that was, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, they don't like California. Uh, <laughs> like the they're the, the ones, yeah, because they, they were the, they were the, the, um, the ones that turned, uh, who were, who were the, in, in Return of the King. Well, I guess you see them in, in two towers. Who are the humans with the elephants? The Easterlings, yeah, they, they were basically yeah. humans yes. that sided with Sauron. Like, yeah. oh, we're gonna you know fight on your side, and that's just like, oh, that's what everybody in the Southland is. They all f- played with Morgoth or whatever the hell his name was, yeah. Morgoth. Um, but it's Isildur who lets man down. He's the one that doesn't destroy the ring, right? As Elrond was there and looks very different than he does right now. <laughs> <laughs> like between the time that a Sealdor, who doesn't look anything like the actor who plays a Sealdor yeah. in the flashback of Fellowship, he's much older. Yeah, those two sequences, Elrond, Elrond, the unaging elf, turns really different before then. But I don't, I don't care. I have no right. problem with it. I have, it's, you know, I don't want to be. It's, it's just, just fun. It's just like funny type sand. deal. Yeah. The same was, it's just interesting to see how young they the chose sand. to make Are you Elrond. About Kenobi. Yeah. The sand makes him look like Al Guinness. No, being shot in 1975 <laughs> is what makes it look like Al Guinness. <laughs> Ewan McGregor was like two. Um, 
but yeah, it's, 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 there's a lot to it. We finally get the ships going. Hopefully we'll have something. We have the cool. They're, re- they're killing the middle earth. I was disappointed in the, you know, the, the, the elf is a better fighter than everybody else sequence that was there. I was like, this is not choreographed very well at all. Mm. She's moving very slowly through those things, but well, that just shows you how bad they are as fighters. <laughs> I guess, yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah, always. Well, yeah, she's what? great. Glad you're I thought, yeah, I, I thought they were going to have um, Zeldor show up and you know him become you know. That's it, yeah. To, that's how I thought he was going to come back into it. Yeah, and strike he the proves that it was you know, like no, he just sneaks on board and they don't have a problem with it or whatever it was. I think that's that, that's part of it. Is like the dialogue sometimes for me is a little hard to. I was like, this is I don't understand what the hell they're saying. <laughs> well, <laughs> between the accents and everything else, I'm like, what? what? Do I have to put subtitles on for this? When you read, if you read the the Silmaril, there's a lot of stuff you're going, wait, what? Let me go back and read that again. Yeah, I remember. I think flipping through that, I'm like, no. And I think I remember flipping through Lord of the Rings. I'm like, no. I, I couldn't get through. I, there, there's a lot of what Tolkien wrote. Remember, that you just you got. I remember because. Well, is Tolkien, was Tolkien British or Welsh? Huh? Was Tolkien British or Welsh? Welsh. Okay. Well, yeah, the Welsh language um, right um, there um, is um, just... But yes, it, trying to read hard. Fellowship, I got to the same thing that Dazzler did. He, he got through it, and he ended up doing it. But he, he's like halfway through Fellowship, and he's like, they haven't even started. He's like, yeah. they haven't even left the Shire yet. What the hell is this? And I'm like, yes, there's a bunch of stuff in there. Because even in, like, watching all the commentaries and stuff. When I watched the commentary with Jackson and Boyens and um, Walsh, I think is the yeah. other writer. And they said, yeah, we love the Tom Bombadil part, but it has nothing to do with the story. So we no, just and that's a problem that cause the Tom Bombadil stuff is, a, is so good and it's such an interesting character and I wish they would have kept it, but they didn't uh, No, Tolkien loved the Welsh language. Oh, uh, okay. So that's why it is. It is a gorgeous language when you hear it spoken naturally, but fuck. Yeah. But yeah, no, unfortunately, there is a lot of um, a lot of the dialogue you've got. You know, it's like reading Shakespeare for the first time. Yeah. You know, it. Yeah, that's a lot of people who read Shakespeare for the first time can't get through it because it just you have to decipher it first. Exactly. And once you know which words are what, exactly stand for you. Ah, no, he was born in South Africa, South Africa, and he di- he died in the United Kingdom. But he did he was in love with the Welsh language. Um, I enjoyed the show. I I like it. No, I enjoy the show, and I enjoyed it enough that I can kind of poke fun at it to just be like, it is something where I'm watching it, and and there are points where I'm like, come on. Let's get something going. Like I'm watching, we've got four episodes of the Harfoot walking over land and being like, "Oh, the the, the humans helping us." Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Let's go. Let's get to the point where he kills everybody. You know, or well, whatever. It's like when you first started watching uh, Game of Thrones, you're like, "Oh, Jesus, Game of Thrones." <laughs> um, I didn't watch last week's House of Dragons because there's no dragons in it. <laughs> Beth um, gets confused. She goes, "Like last time we were going." She says, "So we're watching the Dragon Show. Are we going to watch the Dragon Show? No, we're watching the Ring Show." What? Oh, oh yeah. There's no dragons in this one. Um, I do like it better than House of Dragons, but House of Dragons is fine too. It's just it's trying to follow everything that's going on. But um, no, the, the first the first season of Game of Thrones is, you know, you've got all oh, right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight the Lion Lannister people. Yeah, mm. we're we're gonna take out the Stalks right now. The battle is coming. End of episode. Next episode. Man, that was some battle. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, we like man. lost everybody. 
that this main character from the last four episodes died. Look, his body's right there. We don't show the body because we don't have that kind of makeup budget right now. <laughs> and it was like, what the hell? We got our we got our first folks shanty in this one. Yeah, there's so much singing. There needs, so, needs to be more yeah. beer. Huh? There needs to be more beer now. But this was some female singing. Because the other ones, we, we they were male. You well, know, we rain, sort of got singing the in the one before. We had the dwarf singing. Eh, that's to true. To find the ore. Oh, the ring of power. Yeah, but well, each, no, one is, of, is, each one of the, the, the series, or the Lord of the Rings and then Hobbit and the oh, they all have their they'll have their song. They have their song. I mm-hmm. think this is the song for this one. But yeah, you're right. The elves did, or they the they did have. Yeah, the, the wife has the thing. That's how they find actually the yeah. the stuff is the rather res the resonations. Jesus, res 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 res. All right, anything else? The Rizza. Nope. House of Dragons isn't bad. It's not. It, it may just be me, because like I said, I, I I don't get super excited for a lot of stuff anymore. I was very excited for Andor, and I was very happy with what I got. Um, but I, I sort of feel, yeah, it's just sort of like they're, they're good, but I'm yeah. not like, oh, this is, oh, I love yeah, yeah. The, the, the rings of power is the best TV I've ever seen. Yeah. No, it's expensive as fuck. Yeah. Um, but it the, shows you how gorgeous New Zealand is. Oh, the protect, the production value is, this is, is incredible. And obviously the location shooting and, and spending the money to shoot in New Zealand for this is better than going in the volume. You can see the difference right. yeah. of being out there and it does make you like. I want to go, except you know, like right where the camera is, if you turn around 180 <laughs> degrees, there's like a highway. Um, but no, it, lo- it looks fantastic. Yeah. It's good. The dialogue's good. The acting's good. The, the storyline is good. Do you feel, um, do you feel it's to- Tolkien worthy? I wouldn't know. Cause I haven't read any of Tolkien really. I read the Hobbit and I've, I've read some of the uh, things. Okay. So I'm not, is it, is it, I will say the thing that it does more than anything else it makes me go. I don't want to go watch the movies. Okay, <laughs> I didn't watch it. Like I, I enjoy being in that world. Mm. I just want. I think I just want the comfort of knowing what's next, so I can get through what's there. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of people have that versus seeing something new. Like I don't know where this is going. As I talked about with Andor, I'm glad Andor's twelve episodes because mm-hmm. we can take our time and we can move forward. A lot of the Marvel shows we've said to get the time to be able to develop somebody like Baron Zemo. That right. Like, in a movie is really nothing. In a show, we get like six episodes of him being a, a, a wacky villain or whatever. Right. Get the dance, the Zemo yeah, dance. get the Zemo dance and stuff like that. And, and, and I know that Ring of Power has that same thing. Problem is, is I guess there's a part of the problem is Lord of the Rings is so long anyway. Yes. And it does give you those moments, but it finds to pace itself very, very, very well. Yeah. And here, there are episodes I definitely like a hell of a lot more than others. Right. And you'll do that with every show. Well, so every, yeah. every series. Yeah, but it, it points itself out. It's just like the pacing in terms of the overall so far is sort of, let's let's get to yeah. something here. Like, this is taking a long time Unfortunately, when you have like a six-episode season, like a lot mm-hmm. of the Marvel and Star Wars stuff, you don't have the luxury of... Okay, this episode, you know, we can explain a little bit more. We can, well, I think we can slow a, the show I down. I think that's a, I think that's a benefit for those shows. We talked for years. One of the things that the CW could have done years ago that would have made it a lot better was cut all those those half superhero hours. shows in half. Sure, give me eleven episodes. Well, even the, the writers were like, "Can we oh. do half seasons?" It was the same. I mean, this goes all the way back to when when. Agents of Shield. They were um, begging to do half seasons. Lost had this. Yeah, the the, the, the guys on Lost. 
Carlton Cuse and Damian Lindelof and the whole writer's room was like, we need to know where we're ending. And ABC said, no, we're not going to tell you. And then, like Dave said, a lot of people think the third season is the best season. The third season was great because the writer's strike. Instead of 22 episodes, they only had like 18. Yeah. And he said, all right, we got to throw away everything. <clears throat> and it's even the stuff in the beginning, there's so much superfluous stuff in the first two episodes because mm-hmm. it was stuff that was set up before the writer's strike. But once it happened, you're introduced to these characters that don't get blown up in the first episode or whatever. Yeah. Once it goes from there, it's like, boom, we got to get to the end of the season. Yeah. Because at the time, they're like, we're aiming for five. And then they ended up with six. They really wanted five. Mm-hmm. Right. And so three, sort of some of the stuff in three, which ends up being some of the best episodes, is filler. The the constant, which is the episode between Penny and um, I can't remember the other, the Scottish gentleman's name is the most beautiful episode in the world where he just like keeps bumping. It's like quantum leap where he comes into yeah. these different parts and you see, well, and, and he, the writers for ages of shield just kept saying, if we could just trim the fat and not have to tell, you know, these extra stuff and just tell the story, once, is, it the would be so season, much better. The, you yeah. can tell the first, se- the first season is awful. Yeah. And it is just like, what the hell are we doing? And I've always said, one of the problems with that show, I was surprised they greenlit that show when they did, if they knew, what was coming. So it felt like ABC's like, no, no, we got to have that show. Give us that show. Right. Give that show. Like, We're not going to have a shield in a year. Yeah. Like yeah. next, next fall or next, next it's spring, we have a movie where shield gets exploded. Yeah. And so you have this whole season and you watch that episode. Like what the hell have we been watching? Right. What's the point of this? You know? And that, that's where I felt it, it was. And I watched the second season, same thing. Like the whole thing, the sub thing for the whole second season is that Colson's lying to everybody. Yeah. And he's lying about the fact that he has a helicarrier. And, you don't realize that unless you go see Age of Ultron. Right. And then in the next episode, they're like, oh, what are you even lying about? That right there, the little helicarrier. <laughs> Nick called me a couple of weeks ago and said, I need a helicarrier. Because I got one for you. I got it stashed away. Right. Oh, okay. And I'm like, you've had this whole episode with Mac or whatever wanting to kill him because they think he's hiding some, some villainous thing. And it's just, no, no, I have a helicarrier. I just don't want to tell anybody. Right. And I'm like, this is, I think I got through one, th- one more season and I was done. That's going to be the weird thing, though, to see. How terrible that show is? No, because uh, it had Absorbing Man in it. Yeah, I, I don't think they're acknowledging that show at all. I, I know, but if if they do, and they acknowledge it, but, and they put the same actor, and he's already has the Absorbing Man powers, and he's on the Wrecking Crew. Absorbing Man's not on the Wrecking Crew. Was he on the Wrecking Crew? He might have fought with him a couple of times, but he's not an official member of the Wrecking Crew. Is he? I don't, I don't think, think so. he is. There's only four. There's only four. There's three, I thought. There's three or four. There's a crowbar. Yeah. There's the... Yeah, it's Thunderball. Yeah. I, I don't remember any of them. Yeah. I don't read enough Avengers. I read Marvel forever. You haven't read anything in forever. <laughs> you used to be cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> you used to read comics. You used to be cool uh, to read comics, man. And you went like, I'm an adult now. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> the Wrecker, Bulldozer, Piledriver, and Thunderball. Yeah, they're all poor names. <laughs> Pile driver. <laughs> the wrecker. So, uh, Hi, I'm here to fix your cable. Man on What's a crew? your name? No, he was he was powerful enough on his own. He was on his own crew. He was Warrior Man crew. He had a DJ. <laughs> did he, did he, didn't he time, team up with Titania against? He teamed up with everybody. It's all those. He's been a, like he's, fucking D list villains years. or whatever. I think he did team, team up with. Hell, the Punisher tried to kill him at one point. I think he did team up with Titania. Good for, for him. Yeah. I don't think he's showing up. I don't think he's showing up. <laughs> I just, it made me, when you said it, and I, it made me think of, I was thinking he was on the record crew. But, uh. 
Anyway, so anyways, we're going to wrap things up. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables, on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Mikey, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.